Singapore's head of state believes the economic attention his country receives from its longtime partner, the United States, has diminished over time. President Sangrul Whips Jr. says his country is facing serious challenges under the existing financial support provided under the Compact of Free Association. The agreement requires the United States remain responsible for defence and external security and that it provide financial assistance for the Republic. President Whips Jr. spoke to RNZ Pacific's Calvin Anthony about what America's planned ending of some of its economic assistance from 2024 will mean for the self-governing U.S. territory. Palau has done its part. We've submitted names uh, to the U.S. government for the economic advisory group. Uh, we are awaiting the U.S. to approve uh, because it is a joint advisory group. So, But uh, regardless, I think Palau is been doing its part. I think um, what's most important, and I think the GAO report is looking at is, so how do we move forward? Allow under the trusteeship agreement, is we were a trustee of the United States, uh, the obligations under that agreement was to develop Palau economically and socially and politically so they could become independent. But the reality is we are, we're a small country, small economic base. So that's what we call total independence is, is not easy for us to do. And I think what we have to look at is really what are the components to make uh, this government operate and, and take care of its people in and, and, and the right, right way. Um, I think the intent of the United States, and of course, the intent of the law is this relationship needs to continue. It shouldn't be severed. If anything, it needs to be strengthened. It's, uh, it's more important now than ever. Uh, GAO is kind of just says, yeah, you know, everything is okay in Palau. But the reality is it's not. Since COVID, uh, our total debt load is now about the size of our, our GDP. We have a pension fund in debt about the size of our GDP. We have economic assistance from the U.S. and from the beginning was never adjusted for inflation. So we have serious challenges with the current economic assistance. And it's important that we review, we understand the challenges that we have and really chart a path forward where it's a win for the United States and a win for Palau. I mean, I think that's because it's, how, it's about partnership. A former president, uh, Mr. Tommy Ramangisau Jr., recently at the online discussion on security in Micronesia, he is the fisherman's adage to explain how Palau is viewed by the United States and that he mentioned that sometimes Palau is treated like fish in the net. And as the U.S.'s closest friend, Palau doesn't receive the needed attention that friends or partners should receive. And so he said that uh, the compact would need to address the basic necessities of partnership. Do you agree with this? Absolutely. What's been happening is in our relationship with the United States, we've seen that over time, the importance in terms of the attention that the United States pays on Palau seems to be diminished. But when it comes to security and defense, it's important. But when it comes to economic assistance or helping really advance society, improving people's lives, that's kind of set aside. And I think that's where we need to balance everything from education programs, health programs, and economic assistance. Those are all lumped together to make sure that we build a resilient uh, economy that's diversified, that helps us push off threats that are out there. Now, let's talk about COVID-19 pandemic and the recovery. Now, you've already mentioned that the debt burden from COVID is the same as the GDP. And so what is it like in Palau right now? So Palau, unfortunately, and, and, and if you look at the GAO report, it says that we have higher income levels. And because of that classification, is we're no longer a least developed country and we're higher income classification, uh, during the COVID times, what happened is Palau cannot access grants. Same thing with, uh, you know, unlike our friends from uh, the other FASs, they got grants from the World Bank for the telecom systems. They got grants to help them 
And so what happened was in, in, in 2020, when COVID first hit, 30% of our workforce is out of work because we, you know, we depend on tourism. And when 30% of, out of your workforce is out of work and half your, your economy is, is, is not uh, operating, that means that your government doesn't have money to pay the bills. And that's why we had to go out. ADB came in with loans, which we all start paying in 2024. Ironically, that's when the compact next one comes in into place. And I think that's why it's so important that we look now at how we come up with a strategy that doesn't send Palau on a downward spiral and backwards and maybe in a more difficult situation. Is that what bouncing back from the pandemic will look like? Yeah, right now it's, 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 it, we're, we're digging a deep hole and, and, and we don't know how we're going to get out of it. And that's why it's important to have these partnerships to help us navigate uh, the best ways forward. Micronesia's withdrawal from the Pacific Island Forum. So now this has been a touchy issue from your point of view. What would be the correct outcome? I think uh, from the Micronesian standpoint, we were it was very clear. Uh, Micronesia's position before the vote with amendments. It's about uh, uh, trust. One of the things that uh, we made very clear is that it's Micronesia's term, and anything less than that is unacceptable. And so when the decision was made that we're going to vote this and we're going to, you know, use um, a majority rules to do this, I think uh, it was clear that our vision of uh, keeping the, mic- the Pacific together and our, our vision of uh, uh, building consensus and working uh, in trust was broken. And that, I think that was the beginning of, of the rift. And, and we made it clear that we're not coming back to the table until things change. And, uh, you know, I, I, it's been a year. And um, I think um, uh, members of the PIF, some of them have, have reached out and said, we want to work with you. We want to come up with a solution that we can all work with uh, to bring the Pacific together. And I think it's important that the Pacific's together, especially on issues of climate change. Uh, we should be one strong voice. Um, and um, uh, that's that's where I think um, uh, it's important that the Pacific Brotherhood is together. And uh, and 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 when uh, uh, the secretary and uh, the, um, the current chair of the PIF reached out and said, is there an opportunity uh, for us to give a, give us time to resolve it? Please pause. Uh, and so they asked for this pause. So that's what we're doing. This is our last, uh, last attempt to resolve and, and bring everyone to the table and hopefully resolve this. Calvin Anthony speaking to Palau President Sangrul Whips Jr.